Welcome to the Gardening Corner in Northern Cal. How is everyone doing out there? Yes, it's the holiday, and I'm here to give you some good news all about legal pest management practices for cannabis growers in California. Well, that's what's going on in my neck of the woods, and I wanted to talk about this because it's important that we understand that now, since cannabis now is medical as it has been for a long time, we're also dealing with now recreational uh, smoke that's being sold in these clubs and and uh, I guess across some parts of different states. So we wanted to touch base on or touch the basis on what do we think about this and what are we going to do about regulations? Well, I can tell you a little bit about it. You know, cannabis is, you know, a weed, as you know, and it's grown uh, in soil and uh, it can grow, you know, on its own. Uh, it doesn't really need your help. It depends on what part of the world you're in, right? In the conditions that uh, the plant can deal with in that environment. Well, cannabis, when it's grown, it can be grown organically or it can be uh, tampered with. And what I mean by tampered with, you know, you can use whatever, whatever kind of soil that you have. That being said, no one knows what you're growing or what you're doing. And that's your privacy. You have that right. But when it comes to selling or producing a product for the market, What's different? We have to look at this differently because we have we're consuming something that someone else is growing, hoping that they're they've been trained properly, they understand regulations, they understand uh, diseases that, that can cause bad health for people even when they're young. That stays with them until they're old. Uh, that can really hurt a human being just from smoking or or edibles that they have in these places. So we have to be careful about the indoor grow and the outdoor grow. Because we need to know what they're putting into this, to the soil, or if they're using a medium for hydroponics. The, the public needs to know because they have different issues with different types of Let's say ingredients, but in in farming, it's either a chemical or it's something that's part organic or mostly organic. And if you don't know what organic is, that's something that's that's kind of taken care of in a proper way and make sure it's not mixed with with everything in it, like. Like compost, you have to make sure that you have the proper ingredients. You don't want to have meat in your compost. And if you're doing meat, you want to do meat with meat. And you want to make sure the meat is not, as you know, has pesticides in it, right? It has to be treated properly, organically, fed properly. The animal needs to be treated properly before it dies and, and so on. When we deal with vegetables and we deal with soil and like medium for hydroponics, we need to know what kind of products they're using and what they're using them for and how long do they keep them and what's the rules for each product and guideline. 
Now, cannabis in California has many things going on. As you know, now we have regulations for the use of this product, but also what do we feed this product? And that's what this podcast is about. What do we feed them? What do we know about what they're giving them? Is it is it going to be good for us? Can we tolerate it? Because there's different tolerances for different people. In cannabis, we call it residue tolerance requirements by the by the EPA. So we use pesticides. In California, you're allowed to use pesticides, you know, on a given product, even food products. But now there's a threshold for that. You're only allowed with so much, and that is what we call residue tolerance. And 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 that's over that's being looked at by the EPA. But they can't catch everything. So we have to be able to work with each other as if you're if you're a pot farmer or if you're not, if you're a food farmer, and I do food, and if you're doing other things, that's okay, then you need to work with those people. But for the rule for cannabis is that now we have more regulations, and that regulations is part of what you feed the plant. And that's what you buy from a grocery store or a department store. You need to use a certain product, and they have to meet certain requirements. And, and that being said, you need to know what those requirements are. Now, there's guidelines for that. Now, the ingredients that's put into a product, you need to know what that are, and what that is, excuse me. Now, I think there needs to be better tracking for all of this because the DPR doesn't track things that they can't see. Now, they have certain criteria, but listen, we're responsible for our own, our own labeling and our own knowing about what's coming in and out of these places. And we maybe needed to have a think tank for that. Yes, a think tank. We can all group together as growers in a region or in a zone. Depends how you want to do it. It could be a nonprofit. We just need to get together and know what's coming in and out of the area. That's, that's my opinion. Now, we also know the no, sorry, we also need to deal with pests. Now, pests, you know, it depends on what we're product we're talking about. We're talking about cannabis. Now, the pests for this, I know maybe you do don't, maybe you do know or don't know. Uh, we, they deal with mites. Now there is a, a a, a russet mite that's that worsens during the drought when there's less water and this 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 species shows up. I think it also happens in grapes also. They have mites also. It might be the same mite because they have a drought issue also, right? Less water because of grapes do need water, but not that much. It, it depends on, on what region you're in and what do you believe in. We're going to continue this podcast all about cannabis growers in California. Welcome to the Gardening Corner. Yes, it's about cannabis and Cali. It's about those pests. And the pest that we're talking about is those russet mites. Do they worsen during the drought? Well, they do, because in grapes they do also. I don't know if it's a russet mite, but I know one thing. They have zoning areas. I guess they do for cannabis. So if you get a bad area, you have to zone it out. And that means that that area has to be quarantined and has to be looked at. That costs time and money in the cannabis business. Yes, that's true. So what do we do? Well, there's other species that we need to know about. And these are the ones that are in the greenhouse. They call them mainstays. And those are 
white flies, thrips, fungus gnats. Yes, they're there. They'll stay there and they'll make a home during the winter time. Depends what kind of greenhouse you have, but they will find a way. You know, I'll give you some advice. It's better to buy steel tables. Well, not just steel, this not wood, because pests like to hide. And they'll hide on wood. It depends what kind of wood, but they will get to you. And some people leave that there for years and then they get pests. They don't know where they're getting them from. Well, you heard it, you heard it from here. It's a tip. Don't use wood. Use something better, plastic, something where pests can't get to you. Well, back to back to pests here. So we need to know how to identify them. And they do have repercussions if you don't do this. They can damage your crop, especially in the greenhouse. And we need to look at that. We need to understand the indoor pests. And that's the ones I just mentioned. But there's some in California that we can't, that we don't identify in the cannabis region. There's several, several of them in, in states not yet known in California, but other states, yes. And that is the russet mite. We don't know too much about that, but we have them here in the in the cannabis area. Then we also have the aphids. We have the cutworms. We have the budworms. We have borers, flea beetles. Already in California. But in cannabis, we need to identify the pests that we've never seen before. And those are new species that we don't know yet. And we're working on that to test and see what other kind of insects are coming around those beautiful plants. So entomologists are working on that. On different species and identifications that we need to do for each of these great hard bodies, like the beetle moth. We need to know more about them, especially in the cannabis movement. When they're on the cannabis plant, what do they do to these plants? What happens to them? What happens when things get cold to the plant? You know, we also have the soft body specimen with the mites, leaf hoppers, aphids, caterpillars. Well, we need to clean them. Well, in pest management, I would use rubbing alcohol. It'll help a little bit. It'll get rid of them. We need to before the threshold gets deep. And then it's too late. Well, that being said about pest management, IPM Practices is a great place for you to go. If you want to learn more about pests and what to do with them here at the Gardening Corner, Happy holidays to all of you. Thank you. Hi, this is Antonio at the Gardening Corner in Northern Cal. Yes, we want to thank everyone for listening to our podcast for 2018. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. But we got something new happening coming up soon on YouTube. Yes, we're on YouTube and we're just starting out and we got great things planned for YouTube. So stay tuned. Check us out at peoplepowerfarm.com on YouTube. And don't forget to come on back to Anchor because we love to give you great content here at Anchor FM. Thank you.